Hey everyone, welcome back to the Naked Without Shame podcast. Today I am joined by a special guest, Tom Haggerty, and we are going to just be talking about his story, his love for theology of the body, and more awesomeness. So stay tuned after this. Okay, before we begin our TOB podcast today, we want to make our little promo announcements. Uh, first, please consider joining Morgan and I's patronage community. You can go to nakedwithoutshameshow.com and you will see ways to give to us financially. You'll see a list of our shows and it's just a way to kind of see what's going on on our podcast. So if you would consider giving to us so we can con- continue doing what we do and sharing what we share, we would really appreciate it. Thanks. Also, if you want to learn more about Awaken Catholic and get really easy access to shows and the Awaken Catholic community, you can download the Awaken app. It's great. I use it often. I check it often. Uh, It's just a really great way to stay connected to this ministry. So to do that, you can go to the awakenapp.io to download. All right, so welcome back. We are going to have an awesome conversation today. Um, I am joined by Tom Haggerty, as I said before, who I have known for a while now, a few years at least. Um, Our paths kind of crossed in a Theology of the Body community that we both belonged to in Bowling Green, Ohio. And so I thought Tom would be a good guest to kind of learn from and learn about his life and how the theology of the body has impacted him. So Tom, welcome to the show. Thank you. (laughs) So happy to be here. Yeah. yeah, It's cool to see things from this side instead of watching you on the screen. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's, it is a different, it's a different angle. It's a different view. It's good. Good to have you here on the other side, as you say. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, absolutely. So why don't you just begin by sharing a little bit more about you. Who are you? Um, what do you do? What's your faith background like? That sort of thing. Sure. Yeah. Uh, my name's Tom Haggerty. I am from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Um, I currently, I'm a stay at home dad. I've got three mm-hmm. kids at home and uh, my wife's in the air national guard. Um, yeah, I, I moved out to Bowling Green for grad school and I met my wife here and so I had to kind of stick around after that, uh, you know, for, for us to get married. So <laughs> we've kind of been around the area ever since. And, um, yeah, I was born uh, to a Catholic family, raised in the faith. Um, and, um, yeah, always a good commitment to the sacraments. Uh, and I think kind of maybe as I share a little further, you'll you'll learn. I've kind of learned a lot more of the, the whys of the faith as I've gotten older. Um, so that's really helped, I think, boost, boost my faith as well. But, um, yeah, I love my family and love my parents and yeah, just happy to be happy to be here. So, <laughs> great. Great. Yeah. 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 So let's talk more than about, um, yeah, more about theology of the body and how it has kind of shaped you. So what was, what was the way in which you had this illumination of this theology and kind of share that part of, part yeah, of your story? Sure. Yeah. Um, so, like I said, I growing up Catholic, um, again, I, I got a great sense from my parents, like the sacraments were important. We never missed mass. I know, uh, we would go on vacation and I, I know my friends weren't going to mass when they went on vacation, but my dad would 
probably had to use a phone book back then, like hunt down the Catholic church in town and, um, and make sure that we always got to mass. So I always had that sense of, uh, that that's important. Um, but I think when it came to some other aspects of the faith that, you know, require a little more thinking, uh, I feel like I wasn't quite as well filled in. So I didn't always have the whys. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, I just, I remember, um, I guess I never kind of looking back, I can see where theology of the body would have been helpful, but like there are just some instances where I'm like, okay, this is where I can see where I, I kind of was missing it. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um, I can think of being at my grandma's house and, and the parents would watch, uh, you know, and, uh, a movie rated R or something that's like, okay, it's not for the kids. Um, so that kind of, in my mind, it was like, okay, if there's some explicit content, I, that's for me when I'm older. So kind of like it had my, my mindset going in that direction. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think about, um, I was in high school and we got to pick a persuasive speech and I chose the topic euthanasia because I thought it was a cool word. I didn't really know what it meant. So then I had to do this research and figure it out. And I told the teacher, okay, I'm going to do mine on euthanasia. And I, she was surprised when I was on the pro euthanasia side because I, you know, I was like just so um, uninformed and just like, it would, how could you not be merciful? I just had, a, you know, I led with the heart and maybe left the mind out a little bit. So those are just kind of two instances I think that kind of show where I was coming from and like the need that I had for theology of the body where I was just like, just kind of coasting through life a little bit, flowing with the culture and not really thinking too deeply about it. Mm-hmm. Um, Although the sacraments, as you said, were really important to you. They, they kind of gave you the grace you needed at the time. But as you're saying, there was, there was more to like knowing the wise or knowing why you even go to mass, why you even receive the sacraments, why um, some things are, are good for us and bad for us and and knowing like truly kind of those those more meaningful answers to questions. Yeah. Of like truth. For mm-hmm. sure. And like mm-hmm. it's good that I yeah, it's definitely good that I had the the Catholic truths in in you know in the grace there. But um yeah definitely showed I don't know. Looking back I could totally see the need for for more and going deeper. So, mm-hmm. yeah, sure. And, and really more, maybe more as, as I can say from my own journey, like more about a real anthropology of, you know, the Christian person, like really understanding humanity more than just like kind of going through life and accepting kind of modernity around us, but knowing really like, yeah, our, our anthropology, what it means to be human in light of God. Right. And then therefore how to act how to be. Yeah. I, re- I love that, that line of St. John Paul II about n- having an inadequate anthropology. Cause mm-hmm. I think that really just explains kind of like how I just summarized it with a, with a few quick stories was like, I just had such an inadequate anthropology of like why I'm here at all. And like, yeah, how I relate to God and, and what does that mean about how I should act in the world? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It really just ties it all together when you kind of come at it from that different point of view with an adequate anthropology. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Okay. So what was it then about theology of the body in particular, like what, um, or when it was that you learned about it and how did that kind of complete that, that vision, that anthropology that we, we all need? Yeah. So it's, it's interesting. I just came from BGSU where I went to mass and that's kind of where 
theology of the body entered into my story. Um, there was a, there's always a great Catholic community at St. Tom's, and I had a friend who was going to a, a TOB study um, in in someone's home in town, and and she invited me along. She said, "Hey, there's going to be food and a bunch of kids. Like, you know, come hang out." And and I was like, "All right, yeah, it sounds good to me." And mm-hmm. so I, you know, I get there, and yeah, it's like a theology of the body talk, which she didn't entirely explain, which is mm-hmm. which is fine. But I was like, "Okay, well, we'll just see what this is all about." And you know, you sit and you listen and you hear, not only you hear the, you know, theology of the body itself and like explained, we were doing a Christopher West series, I think when I first showed up. Um, but then you talk about it with people your own age. Um, yeah. You just like hear how it is impactful for other people. And, and it was just like a light went on of like, oh, you know, this is. I didn't know I was missing something, but here's something that fits right into my story, right into my life and like illuminates things that I kind of maybe always wondered about on the periphery. Yeah. I don't know. It just, it was very illuminating for sure. Mm. I think that's a good word. It just, it, a light, it went on mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. And of course that's where I met you. Okay. I was wondering if this is the same group mm-hmm. <laughs> that we belonged to in yeah. Bowling Green Years ago, I, I can't remember how long ago it would have been, but mm. so that was the group. So the the study was um, was with Morgan and I, and we were showing a series. And so thanks be to God, you came. It's good to have you. Sorry, you don't <laughs> remember as clearly as you did. I do remember where you sat, though, in the back, I think a few times. I remember seeing you there. <laughs> yeah, but definitely you know. started in the back. And then I remember, you know, a couple a couple months go by and then I'm, I felt, you know, OK, you like you get to know people and you get right up and in there. Yeah. I even remember the, the first time you guys we did a a video chat with Christopher West. Mm. And I remember that day I was sitting like right up in the front. I was like, I just, I want to be up there. And oh, was that your first time? No, going? no, it was, it was a month or two after, but yeah, oh, that okay. was, that was okay. definitely a cool experience, yeah. you know, learning all this stuff. Um, you know, his DVDs are great. And, and then it was like, Oh wow, there he is. We can just ask him a question right now. Mm-hmm. So that was, awesome. that was pretty cool. Yeah. That, that was very fun. So when you first came, what, what were those pieces of the theology of the body that were illuminating to you? Could you, Maybe articulate like what went through your head of like this, this is the light or like the light bulb that's going off. This makes sense. Yeah. Well, I know, um, I, I think as I've learned more and more, like the theology of the body is much bigger than just like a, um, you know, uh, a chastity talk. Like it's more form formative, I guess, than that. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the time, I was thinking back to um, health class in high school. They had this group come in and they talked about um, you're worth waiting for was their slogan, Mm -hmm. but it was a public school. They couldn't really give the theology side of it. They couldn't say, you know, why you're worth waiting for. So I guess Mm. I could see how the theology of the body was like, here's why you're worth waiting for. Here's why sex is good. Here's why, you know, what it's for. And, how good it is and why, like they just filled in all the blanks. So, you know, I think growing up, it's like, I have this sense that, that it's something more, but I didn't have any answers to those questions. So it was just, it was like, here's the answers. Here's all the things that they didn't tell you when you were 15, 16. Mm -hmm. So it was, yeah, it was super, I was like, man, I got to tell people this stuff. (laughs) It's so, 
it's so good. Mm-hmm. So, right. yeah. Yeah. As you're talking and you said, you know, that your encounter with theology of the body at first was like, like more than just like, don't, don't do this or do this. This is more than just like a chastity talk and hearing your, your witness and your story of your life. Like you, you're saying that it it seems like, well, you kind of knew what was maybe right and wrong, good or bad, but didn't know like that there was more to like truth, more to the depth of the human person. And so then the theology of the body like comes in and we learn things like who we're made for, what it means to be male and female, the complementarity of men and women for marriage, for life-giving love, the family, like all of these things started to make sense in light of God. And I think that's what, um, you know, theology of the body is so beautifully like resonates in the heart about is because there's, there's like answers to our desires for love and answers to like what I'm made for that, that really like set people on a journey and then want to share it. Yeah, right? so, absolutely. Yeah. So I think mm-hmm. for me too, it connected, it connected God and like the rest of my life. You know, people mm-hmm. talk about having it compartmentalized where I go to church on Sunday and I try to be kind to other people, mm-hmm. but like it just, it helped me weave all that together and, you know, and, and understand, you know, how we're integrated and how God is a part of everything we do. And, you know, everything we do physically, we also do spiritually, like how, just how it's all connected and integrated um, was just a new concept for me that I was like, it was great to put it all together and feel fully alive. Right. Yeah. I like how you said that God kind of came into everything in your life. He wasn't just a box or just something you did on Sunday or maybe you prayed a rosary every now and then, but like truly brought meaning to like every moment because God can be encountered in every moment, right? The, the point of the body is that it makes visible what is invisible, right? As John Paul II says. So not only the body reveals God, but the, the world around us can, can be a communication of God's love. And so when you go through life and you see um, just his gifts around us or things that might happen to us as providence, right. Or, um, a blessing or like the actions that we do affect our relationship with him, right. The, the ways that we live honor him or bring us closer to him. Like the more that we take that in, it like really transforms your faith life from, from once you, like you said, the, this compartmentalized thing, to like, I am being animated at every moment in my faith, Yeah, which is really great. Yeah. And it's, you know, he doesn't force himself in. So like it takes us to kind of allow it, allow him to be a part of our lives as much as we will. So yeah, it was really transformative for me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So you said that you heard this and you just wanted to, to share it. So what were some of the things that you did in that, that journey of, not only like living it, but also sharing it with others. Yeah. Um, I think one of the biggest things, um, I, I got a degree in sport administration and Mm -hmm. so I'm looking for jobs in athletics and in recreation, college sports and, and not finding anything that, that really spoke to me that really called me. And I said, 
I, one of the realest prayers of my life. I was like, God, if you want me to do youth ministry and talk to kids about this missing puzzle piece, you know, uh, then I'll apply for a couple. And if you want me to do that, then give me a job. And so I applied for one and I didn't get it. And I applied for a second one, which I think I was going to do too. And I got it. So I, I became a youth minister um, at, at St. Rose in Perrysburg, Ohio. And yeah, I, I wanted to just share these these things that I felt like, man, if someone told me that when I was 15 years old, that would have really helped, you know, as I, as I grew up. So I, I tried to make sure I incorporated theology of the body in, in our kind of ministry schedule and, and, um, yeah. And that really opened me up to a whole wave of just learning. So that was cool. So, I mean, most directors of youth ministry have theology degrees and I did not. So they pretty much said, okay, Tom, you got to catch up a little bit. So, you know, you need to read and, and watch videos and go to conferences and, and they let me cram stuff in here. So, mm-hmm. um, I got to, to, yeah, to learn more and, and dive into all sorts of faith topics that the kids were curious about. And, and it really accelerated, I guess, my learning curve. So, um, yeah, it was really, it was really great to, to get to do that and then to share it with the teens, mm-hmm. um, who are just, yeah, who are really awesome. That's so, great. Yeah. And were they receptive? Like, did they enjoy theology? Body? Did they have good questions? Yeah. Um, I would say theology, like probably sex related questions were second to, I think demons. They had so many, they just were so curious about <laughs> demons for some reason. And I usually let uh, the priest answer a lot of those mm-hmm. questions because that wasn't an area I brushed up on a whole lot. So <laughs> I let him take those ones. And then, yeah, they, I mean, I think they did, you know, it's just very relevant to them and what they see in the culture and what they see at home. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, yeah, they just want to know. I think some of them too, like I did, had that feeling of like, there's something more here, but it's just, you know, I'm not sure what it is. And no one else seems to be asking those questions or, you know, talking about it in this way. So mm-hmm. I was, yeah. I was really pleased to just be able to give them another option. Um, right. and just, you know, hope they make the best of it. So right. another option, another way to think and see things. I mean, it's gotta be hard to be a teenager this day and age. Mm-hmm. It's gotta be, I mean, it wasn't, I didn't think it was awful when I was a teenager. I won't tell you how long ago that was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I mean, I'm still young, but you know, it was a while ago and like, it, you know, I, I didn't, I don't think I struggled with the, the types of things that people today are teens today are really um exposed to and and bombarded with in modernity and so it's good yeah i agree i used to tell them that same thing is that i think you know i i think i was about 10 years ahead of them at the time but i i told them it you know it's harder than when i was there i I told them that same thing so i i definitely agree and i think technology does have a lot to do with it but Mm -hmm. yeah that's probably it for another show yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah um well it's great that you were able to like feel that call to, to minister to teens and to just help them see their dignity and see these deeper answers to probably things that they wrestle with is especially as they're like starting to just be in relationship and want to kind of know like what that whole world is about. It's good to, you know, provide that for them, but also witness to them, you know, a good example of 
of somebody living the theology of the body or trying to. So Yeah, and we um we had your some of your previous guests, the Culture Project missionaries mm. came every year. Oh, okay. Um, so I, I think that was a good starting point too of like they can come give a presentation to the kids and then I can talk to them in the weeks following about, you know, how what what was said and what they thought about it and kind mm-hmm. of push a little further from there. So mm-hmm. um, really was appreciative of those missionaries and also for me to just hear it and be able to have um, kind of just steal their stuff and like, okay, this is what they said to the kids. And that is like a perfect way of like, I would have butchered it. So like kind of <laughs> taking their kind of concise points and, and being mm-hmm. able to use those, mm-hmm. you know, at any time too. So yeah, they were, they were instrumental for sure in, in bringing the theology of the body to youth ministry for mm-hmm. me. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, they are very knowledgeable. And, you know, and anytime we, you know, want to evangelize or bring the faith to others, it's really important to also remember to just like be ourselves and, and embody that too. And um, I think both together are just really, really important. Um, I know the the Culture Project missionaries and I talked a little bit about that and um, that's something I really had to learn as well in like wanting to share theology of the body with others is like, it's, it's also really important to communicate it through the, the gift of yourself. Like that's, that's the whole point, mm. right? Is that the theology of the body is, it's actually like, as John Paul II would say, like pedagogical, we learn it through the words that you're saying, like we, we heard it at a TOB group, right? But it also can be learned through like, experience experience of the gift of self like teaches us the theology of the body right just like when we're raised in a family who is who's like living out love we learn the theology of the body actually in like the the truths that we experience in the family or in relationship like really really cool um but speaking of that why don't you tell us a little bit about your vocation your family um how theology of the body is kind of lived and experienced in your, in your household and how that's been. Yeah, uh, sure. Um, yeah. So we, we have, um, three kids, five, three and well, almost five, three and one and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I, um, I think like my experience growing up, I try to make sure that they understand the importance of the sacraments. So I, I think that was huge in keeping me connected to the church. Um, but yeah, I, I want them to know kind of the whys of things and, and to maybe get a little, um, a little deeper. It's so hard too though. Cause they're five, you know, five, three, <laughs> one, like, so I feel like I'm, sometimes I realize I'm getting a little ahead of myself, but, um, but they do even have some great resources. We were talking before the show about, um, you know, another guest you had on mm-hmm. Monica Ashour and, um, yeah, just giving them, um, in an age appropriate way, the theology of the body. So, you know, just like, you know, you are, you are so good and wonderful and Mm -hmm. God made you and he loves you and he wants you to be with him in heaven forever. Just giving them the basics that a five-year-old can start to understand or at least remember. So, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, there's not a whole lot I can do just yet. And I, I do, I get a little ahead of myself, but we're, (laughs) we're doing great. And just like you said, it's experiential. So, you Mm -hmm. know, just loving them and, and sacrificing for them and, um, just trying to be joyful in my own Mm -hmm. way, 
Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and that the, the love between you and Jessica, right. Your wife really can teach them the theology of the body, um, very profoundly. Right. I've heard that like the best gift you can give your kids is the love that you share with your spouse. You know, that, that witness, um, secures your kids in, in love and, and teaches them about the love of God, like in a very profound and real way. Um, Morgan and I were talking about that on a previous episode, just about the importance of, of origin and, um, knowing that God is communicated very in a real way, in a true way through the love of husband and wife to the kids and that the importance of that. Yeah, that is Um, so true. And it actually mm -hmm. reminds me of, um, when I was a kid, such a gift my parents gave to me mm-hmm. that I didn't realize at the time, of course, like probably most gifts your parents give to you as a kid. Um, I think someone in my family might have been getting getting divorced or th- for some reason, I think it was one of the first times I'd become aware of divorce. I might have been five or six. And I remember my dad calling us kids together and just saying, hey, kids, like here's what's this is happening. But I just want you to know. Your mom and I don't believe in divorce. We will not get divorced. We're going to be together. You know, we might fight here and there, but like, you know, mm-hmm. which I don't think my parents ever fight. But <laughs> the point was like, he he just kind of made it clear that like, you know, that they would be married forever. And I was like, okay, that's, that's cool. But like, it probably just kept so much stress and like, I don't know, there was just a piece about it. Mm-hmm. Um that I didn't realize was so foundational for me, but like it, yeah, it made a huge difference, right. I think. Yeah. And that's a gift I, I, you know, I don't know if I can do it quite yet, but hope to give to my kids someday and just like, let them know, like, you know, that same thing, like we're married, we don't, we're not going to ever get divorced. We, we, we love you guys. We love each other. And like mm-hmm. really be the bedrock of, of the family. Mm, yeah. I'm looking forward to, to giving that spiel to the kids <laughs> yeah yeah that's good the bedrock of the family yeah to like once again just probably daily right commit yourself to okay this is what i've chosen in my vocation you know it sounds like you you were given the whys before you entered into your vocation so you had those tools to like understand you know the the importance of making a vow the importance of the commitment to marriage um, God was giving you those things. And so you can just execute those in your family and, um, yeah, provide that security, I guess, for them. So that's really, that's really great. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I, I wish I would have put that together sooner. Um, so I, you know, talking with, when I'm in youth ministry, I wish I could have said, Hey parents, like tell this to your kids. Like it, mm-hmm. I think it's something that, that any committed married couple can do for their kids. And then like you said, it also, kind of calls you to live out your vows. Like, you you know, it kind of works on me as well. Like Mm -hmm. remembering, okay, you know, not, not that I need it entirely, but it's just like good to put everything in perspective. So Mm -hmm. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. So why don't you tell me maybe a few, I guess, pieces or nuggets of theology, the body that really like you love about it, like things that stand out to you that kind of inform your your life, your vocation, kind of your like daily commitment to like living this relationship with God. Yeah. Um, I think, um, I think we touched on a little bit earlier, but understanding that just like the total 
integration of body and soul. Like everything I do spiritually, I do physically and everything mm-hmm. I do physically, I do spiritually. Um, yeah. was just like total perspective shift. And I feel like it's, um, it's helped me change the way I pray a little bit and just, you know, even physical posture. Um, but yeah, just, just mm-hmm. keeping in mind as I, you know, do things like exercise and like how, how I never considered exercise to be a spiritual thing at all, but, but allowing it to be, um, it's just been a cool thing to kind of change my perspective and, mm-hmm. and like we said earlier, kind of allow God to be a part of everything. Um, and I, uh, I had one other, but now I don't remember what it was. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. Well, as you're talking, I'm thinking like the body really does matter. I think that's like the message that comes to my mind. Like the body is existing in the world to communicate not only myself, but then like the truth. Right. So, you know, the more that we understand this connection between God and the body, theology of the body, we can live in, in such a way that like really listens to the body and the truth, the truth that the body reveals, right. In everything we do, um, what we do with our body matters, right. The, the way we do things matters. Um, the body communicates a language, right. The, the body communicates, um, like I said, gift of self, but also like how one can flourish. Right. So yeah, just as you were talking, it just made me think of like the, yeah, just the importance of the physical world. Like the physical is so like meaningful. It's super meaningful. Yeah. So I don't know if that sounds like a little, I don't know, over, over my head or like over people's heads, but it, it, I think we take for granted that we are like physical, you know, we just take for granted that we live in a physical world. It's just like, you know, a fish in water. It's just, it is what it is. But to recognize like that connection, as you're saying, like with God and the body is like really, really important. Yeah. Really important. I, but. I totally agree. And <laughs> I thought while you were answering, I was going to remember that second thing I was going to say, but it didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. think I was, I was just listening too closely. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. Um, well, any, yeah. Any last thoughts then about, I guess, I don't know your, any last closing thoughts about your own journey with theology, of the body and like what you would want people to take away from just your own story of being raised Catholic from a good family, good faith, but then kind of deepened in the theology, of the body and, um, how that has been such a blessing for you, you know, in, in your life, your, your vocation, taking care of your kids and having a wonderful family. Um, yeah. what would you say if, yeah, somebody listening, uh, you know, wanted to have some sort of thought of like why this matters to you, what would you leave them with? Yeah, I would say, um, I would say, I don't think my experience is, atypical. I think it was, you know, felt like a normal kid growing up and had, I felt like friends had a lot of same experiences. So I think the takeaway would be, um, you know, I imagine a lot of the listeners and watchers are pretty familiar with theology of the body. Um, like don't underestimate the need for people to hear the message specifically from you. Mm. Um, 
you know, there are people in your life probably, and I, my mind goes to young people. I think it's just my youth ministry background, but, um, yeah, there are, there are young people who just need to be given another option. They need to be shown a better way. And, um, yeah, you might not feel like you're called to do that, but, but you, you might be, you probably are. So, um, just be open to be open to God's call to share the truth of this message, um, so that others can, can see the light so that others can live in this truth that is so freeing. And so, I don't know. Yeah. Transforming. Yeah. Very nice. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for joining me today, Tom. No problem. <laughs> Love the show. And I did. I also wanted to get my St. Joseph socks in here. I don't know if you oh saw gosh, these. St. So. John Paul II. Oh, but I say St. Joseph. Yeah. I have St. Joseph too, but this is St. John Paul II. You're right. So awesome. wore those so we could be praying for us as we as we spoke. So yeah. Awesome. That's so great. Keep them close. Very cool. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks again for coming and uh, just sharing your story. Yeah. It's really great to hear how Theology of the Body affects so many people and um i've yeah been enjoying just how our paths have crossed in in theology of the body and and thankful for that so yeah, yeah. it's great to be here with you and yeah, yeah I'm, I'm so glad you and morgan are doing this and um you're doing a great job so keep oh, it thanks. up <laughs> thanks you're welcome. okay everyone thank you for tuning in and we hope to see you next time thanks